0: Welcome to When Ghosts Speak with Melissa and Mary Well, hello, everybody. Guess what? We're, we're doing, I think it's going to be a favorite topic because I think everybody's been in the hospital and the hospital in itself is creepy just with the medical equipment and the smells and the doctor gowns. And then, and then you add a ghost or five.
1: <laughs> That's, or
0: <a> couple hundred. <laughs> it's
1: like the icing on the cake. It's not, like you're not feeling bad enough already because you're in the hospital for some reason. And right. then you've got a ghost aggravating you the whole time. This is going to be about hospitals, but not institutions. This is just a regular hospital. That you just go to to get stitches put in or have your tonsils taken out, just a regular hospital. And there is so much energy in hospitals.
0: Yeah, just from mm-hmm. the, the sick uh, people, uh, the adrenaline for like in the ER, the fear, mm-hmm.
1: scared. They don't wanna be there. And then at eight o'clock at night, everybody has to leave and you're alone. And let's face it, not like now with the COVID, this has been ghosts on steroids because so many people have just been so sick and these ghosts will follow home employees. They will follow home the nurses, the lab technicians. They will follow anybody home that they want to. Yes. As a matter of fact, there's been a couple that have been angry because either the nurse or the lab technician or the secretary has brought somebody home, cleared the house. The house was protected. And this ghost could not follow, another ghost couldn't follow this person home because of her protection, we will ride on the roof of the car to see where they live.
0: That's do they, do they ride, like, laid down, holding the, or do they just sit? Like, acquiring minds want to know.
1: <laughs> I've never seen it, but that's what they tell me how they got there. Maybe they just fly
0: by the, next to the window. I don't know, but that's how they do it. Now, when I'm driving around picturing ghosts on hoods or tops of cars, (laughs) I'm like, how are they laid out like lounging? Are they (laughs) their hair blowing in the wind, you know, know, living their best life in the back.
1: Somebody asked me if she should have a seat to tape to the top of her car.
0: I mean, it's a fair question, considering. I guess
1: let's just go to what happened to this poor man in the hospital.
0: Okay, that's a whole other topic.
1: <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. His name was Larry and his gallbladder had been acting up and he was in a lot of pain. He went to the emergency room and they took him into surgery and they took out his gallbladder. The man got stitches and he it was in the hospital for five days. So can you figure out how long
0: ago this was? Because now operations are drive-throughs. Mm-hmm. So and microscopic for some of these surgeries anymore. Like there's barely a, a stitch or two instead of like across your whole abdomen. That's right. And
1: gallbladder surgery back then was pretty it was a it was a pretty big cut. Mm-hmm. Larry had his own business. He had five employees. He was divorced twice. He had an ego on him because he did very well in business and he knew what he was doing. He was a CPA. He also did uh, investments, stocks. So he had a pretty good clientele. He, he was doing just fine. Now, Larry didn't have a private room in the hospital. He sh- it was semi-private. Hmm. And the man that was in the room with him had crashed his motorcycle and was in the hospital recouping, having a leg fixed or something, and, and he was in the hospital room. The kid, that he was young. He was like maybe in his 30s. He had a whole bunch of motorcycle buddies that would come and visit him all the time. They would just smoke up the room because then you could smoke in your room in the hospital. My eyes are burning just listening to this. <laughs> it's a, in all honesty, when I, I, just a side note, when I was pregnant with my first child, I smoked, but it made me so sick. After six weeks, I, I couldn't stand the smell of smoke. I delivered my child. I'm in the recovery room. The nurse said, Are you okay? Would you like some water? And I said, no, I said, I want a cigarette. She went in her pocket, brought me over a Dixie cup with water in it for an ashtray, took a cigarette out of her pack of cigarettes, lit it for me, and gave it to me. And my child was in the little isolate right next to my bed.
0: Different times, man.
1: (laughs) So you can imagine what went on. And Larry was starting to feel better from his surgery. He was going to be going home in a couple of days. And he was really aggravated by all the company that this motorcycle person was getting. Mm -hmm. He finally ended up having a huge fight with his roommate. Now, the earthbound spirits that were in this hospital, it's almost like they do rounds. There's a couple of them that'll come in the same room every day at the same time to see how the patient is doing. Can we aggravate him? No, he's too knocked out. We can't do anything. But boy, there was a fight in that room and look at the energy flying around. So we ended up with a couple of definite ghosts that were in that room. The one was, eh, didn't stick around. But the second one was a 70-year-old man that had died about 12, 15 years prior to this. Died in this hospital. And he died because he had a heart attack. When he found out that his accountant had embezzled thousands of dollars from him. And guess what Larry did? He was a CPA. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna call the old man goes bed. Ben gave His accountant, nothing but grief for eight or nine years. But his accountant actually died and went to the light. So there was nobody for Ben to bug. Until he found out that Larry was an accountant. Guess who his new target was? Larry. And he did his best to drive Larry bumpers. Larry recouped, went back to work. And of course, Ben went with him. Larry only had five employees. He had five employees for years. Two were relatives. The other three were friends. I mean, there was never any kind of problem. These people were good at their jobs. Everybody liked him. There was no issue. After six weeks, you would have thought those five people were mortal enemies. The way they were fighting at one another and backstabbing one another and crabbing to Larry how bad they were and what they were doing. They start making terrible mistakes. Oh, no. Where clients started complaining about it. Larry was absolutely beside himself. Now Ben was still coming home with him, and Ben had been seeing a lady that was probably going to be his third wife. Mm-hmm. But he had act; he was acting so squirrely and moody, and and just horrible. She, I, I'm not going to no. I'm not marrying you. This is ridiculous. Family gathering, mm-hmm. and. He went to this family gathering, his sister and his mother, his mother was in her 90s. She, everybody, what is wrong with you? Ever since you had that surgery, you're terrible. The sister said something that sort of caught his ear. She said, you act like you're possessed. And he thought about that and he says, oh, that's baloney. Well, she had heard me on a radio station many years ago. She somehow found my phone number because back then there was none of this computer stuff. I mean, you had to try to find me. Yellow Pages. <laughs> I never <laughs> really advertised in that, but she was smart enough to remember where she had heard me on what program, and they did have my number. So she called. Her brother and she said, "You know, maybe you should talk to this lady. know mm-hmm. this lady, I'm usually that woman or that lady, <laughs> can <Right>? probably figure <laughs> out what's wrong. and if you really are possessed, I think she can help you. He was so distraught the way the company was going, and his life in general was going. It was almost like, oh, what the hell? I'll call. I don't have anything to lose. What's it
0: going to, you know, what's it going to cost? Like a desperation, like, fine, I'll try anything. Yeah. And and that's
1: where some people get pushed to. It's easier nowadays than it was this far back because people didn't talk about it. Mm -hmm. If you talked about it, you'd end up in a cookie factory somewhere. With cookie. Oh, yes. Very good reference. So they went ahead and he called me, called me from his house and there was Larry had a ghost in his house. Ben was standing right there. And I explained what Ben looked like. He had no idea. He didn't sound familiar to him. Mm -hmm. And It hasn't changed. I still can't talk to them over the telephone like that. I said, do me a favor. I said, your main energy, your bad energy is coming from your job, your your business. Let's make a time where you can call me from the business when you're there by yourself. Because easily one of the five people that work for him could have a ghost attached to them that comes to work with them every day, but it's their ghost, not Larry's ghost, and there was no problem with it. Okay. Called me up from work like 7 o'clock one morning. The only person there was Ben. Ben was actually sitting on a desk with his legs crossed, Smoking a cigarette. And I still would love to know where ghosts get cigarettes, cigars, pipes, and lately weed.
0: But that's, I don't know, but they find it someplace. (laughs) The dispensary on the other side. Guess so.
1: (laughs) He had me come out to the
0: business. I said, This
1: is where it's the strongest. Let's do the business. Once I get him to go, if he goes to the light, then I can just give you the quince seeds to put up in your house so this never happens again. But we have to make sure he goes to the light. He was not possessed. Got Ben's whole light history. What happened? The, the rat that stole his money, he said, I wish that the man that really stole my money could have gotten, he says, I didn't know how to get him in a worse place than he was. I learned how to be stronger. That's why Larry's business is going down the tubes. The ghost hadn't learned how to be Strong enough or bad enough to actually be or do something to the man that wronged him, but he learned he learned how to get stronger and what to do. He did go to the light. The funny part is is that he didn't want to go. Oh. I said, where are you going to go? Find another accountant." Hmm. He said, "Well, I guess I guess I could." And I said to him now, so I'm sort of on the edge here and I just sort of threw out, well, if your old accountant is in the light, maybe that's a good place for you to go and finally finish this with him.
0: And quit taking it out on other people.
1: Yep. (laughs) That rings bell you're right. I can really finish this in there. I'm thinking, yeah, wait till you get there, bud. I don't think so, but it's okay.
0: (laughs) Send us a postcard, how that went, why don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Have a dream and let me know. Now, do you find that there are certain wards in the hospitals that are worse than others that ghosts hang out more so in with like the ER versus pediatrics or like dermatology has got to be boring, right? True. You know, nobody wants to go to the ophthalmologist. I'm going to go hang out over here, you know. Dentists, of course, are a
1: whole different thing. We're going to do a whole podcast just on dentists someday, believe you me. But. Absolutely, any ER room in a city hospital is terrible because Mm. a city hospital has to take anything or anybody that the ambulance brings to the emergency room doors. You go to a hospital that is not a city hospital and go to their emergency room somebody's going to poke their head in the ambulance and go, "Hmm, better take them to the city hospital. Reasoning for that is if this person was in really bad shape and that person dies in the hospital that's not a city hospital, that goes against them as another person dying in that hospital. They don't want to bad. I don't want the stats that it's showing people are dying. So send it to a city hospital where, ah, who cares? doesn't make any difference. So ones that are killed violently that end up in a city emergency room, they're very angry because they don't, well, I'm this color and I'm that nationality and and they don't want to help me because I'm in a gang and so they're very angry because they think whoever the physician is that is working on them should have saved them. Mm. And it's that doctor's fault that they didn't. So let's go home and make his light hell. And that's how that happened. It's so burn sad. wards. Oh, that are really bad, bad pain. Mm-hmm. Any place like that. Not so much peats. Peats aren't too bad. Labor not too bad. Intensive care, yes. Surgery rooms.
0: Oh, those have to be packed. Yeah.
1: And. Not so much anymore, but I I found many, many years ago when the family was taken into a specific room after a surgery so the doctor could come out and talk to them, that usually wasn't a good sign. That usually made that the patient, their loved one, had had passed. It's amazing if I get invited to these funerals Mm -hmm. or find these people in houses the surgery would have gone fine if the equipment hadn't broken down in there and they died from something that malfunctioned. But the family really didn't know that. They just didn't survive the surgery. But a lot of that is ghosts. And it years, there would be a couple of doctors that would come and get me at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning To take me to whatever hospital they worked at to clear the surgical rooms Mm -hmm. and the recovery rooms. Because that would, I mean, they'd follow them right out of the surgical rooms into the recovery rooms and create problems that way. Mm -hmm. So, yes, hospitals are full. If you have to go have any kind of medical procedure done, drawing blood every three months. Have your quince seed on you because it will keep, again, three, three and a half feet, it will keep an earthbound spirit away from you. If they're standing next to you when you have blood drawn, those results are not going to be accurate. You're having surgery on your shoulder. Take a quince seed and tape it to your big toe. They make you wear those stupid socks that you're not supposed to skid in anyway. How would they know it's there? You put them on yourself.
0: Yeah. They they bring you in. They're like, we'll be back in five minutes. Strip down, put this on, you know. Exactly. They won't know it's
1: on you. They're not going to let you wear your necklace. They're not going to let you wear a ring. They're not going to let you wear earrings. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're having something done from the waist down, then have somebody tape a seed on your back. They don't know it's there. Why would they know it? there's a seed on your back taped? Right. They, they wouldn't know. Or try to get it, you know, someplace up in your hair. They put that little bonnet on you anyway.
0: Right. Yeah. No. Well, you would think that the hospitals in our area should know you. And if you know, they found one tape somewhere, if they're moving you, you know, I'm like, Oh, just leave it. It's fine. And that is a lot of them. You are a hundred percent
1: correct. A lot of them go, Oh, that's Mary Ann's. leave it. It's not going to hurt anything. They know, they absolutely know. There are some that do not. Of course, when I had my last surgery, do, did I listen to myself? Of course not. I didn't have a seat Tell on me, me at all. <laughs> why?
0: Just why? Did you do why?
1: Because <laughs> I, I just didn't. And so they're, they're, they're rolling me down to the operating room and you see those lights on the ceiling go by. And I glance over and there's a ghost walking right next to the, 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 the bed. I'm thinking, Marianne, you're crazy. Why didn't you do something? <laughs> get in the room, they're moving me onto the table, they got your arms outstretched on both sides to stick all kinds of things in your arms right, yeah there's three ghosts in there I was still awake enough to say, get out of here Mm -hmm. leave I thought to walk
0: out before, I don't remember anything (laughs) so I don't know yeah, I my my last one, I actually had it tucked up, like up in that hair thing, because it was on my hand, and I'm like, that should be within that three feet mm-hmm. thing. That's so, right. So um, just just prepare for
1: something. Hope nothing is around you, but just in case, take some take the seed with you and use it. Mm-hmm. That's the whole purpose of it to protect you. Right. There's so many people now that have the seed in their tooth and we don't have to worry about it too much unless they're having something done on their feet. Because, again, it only good for three, three and a half feet. So you have to, you know, but you can do it. You can protect yourself. You don't want to be like Larry here, and bring somebody home with you that you didn't even
0: know and that was trying to hurt you. Now, have you ever had like a director of a hospital call you out with just too much going on, mechanical failure, doors? Like there there is a local hospital here that an associate works with or at, I should say, and like they've caught on camera, like doors just opening, closing, opening, closing and other little things like but has there been a director? There I, has,
1: there's been a number of them, and it's very interesting the way that came around. I had been contacted by H and R, H R, uh, yeah. about doing, being a speaker for their Christmas party. I said, hmm. and these are all going to be doctors and medical people. Yes. I was hesitant because I felt the same way when the Funeral Directors Association asked me to talk to the funeral directors. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're never going to believe this. I mean, they work with dead bodies all day long. They're never going to believe this. Right. But I went ahead and did the, the hospital people. Their questions were not the norm questions that they asked, but they there were a couple of them. They didn't have the authority, even if they were director without getting the board's approval Mm -hmm. to have me do anything in their houses in their in the hospital. But most of them checked out their houses, cleared some of them, took a couple Curses off of a couple of us, especially the ones that were a little higher up on the ladder. I mean, not everybody loves their boss. (laughs) And, (laughs) And so, but yeah, no, they're aware of it. I mean, I actually, I had the approval of one hospital and Ted and I did the whole hospital. We were there for eight hours. And they explained me and Ted as some kind of inspectors checking each room. It was interesting for Ted trying to get a seed above an emergency room door. Because
0: <laughs> they're pretty tall. But they are. And some of them are really wide. And I'm like, that's going to take more than one seat, I'm sure. Actually, you are correct.
1: So we ended up hooking up with a janitor that sort of followed us around. But by the time I got to the second floor, they knew it was me because I had done so much work for so many people that worked there. And it wasn't a secret anymore.
0: <laughs> but, the, but the hospital did get all protected. So that was good. Yeah, too bad we can't name it. So you're like, if you're in the area, go to this one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mm -mm,
1: can't do that. I know. I can't do that.
0: Sorry (laughs) about that.
1: Not publicly, anyway. Keep that in mind.
0: (laughs) Email is (laughs) when go speak. Yeah, not
1: Marianne because Marianne (laughs) wouldn't even see it. So don't even bother to go
0: there. (laughs) When Go Speak Pod. Right. <laughs> uh, Come and see me at an event and ask me. Right? Because you you do appearances all over, you know, the, the northern Ohio area. And maybe at some point we can venture out of Ohio in our tour bus. Double-decker tour bus. Mm, okay. <laughs> got plans. I got plans.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I hear your little brain going round and round and round up there. <laughs>
0: I myself am not a big, uh, fan of hospitals. I try to avoid them as much as I can. Now, what about the, the ambulances coming into the hospitals? Are, do they have little invisible riders that are coming and going between, you know? Yes, absolutely.
1: And I've already cleared, I can't tell you how many ambulances, but surprisingly, I've also cleared a lot of the, uh. Hospital flight helicopters. Wow! And so why somebody would curse a helicopter or put or or go? Ghost would think it was fun to ride in a helicopter. That's fine. But yeah, but actually we had to wait because the one. Well, there's more than one. Some of the hospitals park their extra ambulances uh, down at Lakefront, so we had to wait for some of the. Ambulance, the, the helicopters to take off so they could bring them in from a uh, lakefront so that we could do them all.
0: So, yeah, but no, see, they were good with that. Hmm. See, it's more scary to me to think about in the helicopter versus the ambulance, just the thought of it, something malfunctioning and it falling out of the sky, you know, versus like um the engine sputters on the ambulance and it just putters off to the side. Granted, that's still bad because the person in there needs to get to the hospital, but falling out of the sky is a bigger problem. I think.
1: A number of years ago, there was a very terrible accident with a helicopter on one of the roofs of the hospital, well, obviously a roof of one of the hospitals. It, uh, the wind knocked it off and it fell and everybody that was in that helicopter had died. Mm-hmm. And so they were more worried if the nurse and the doctor in the pilot and everybody that was in there had crossed over or if they were still there because of it being such a freaky accident. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the helicopter was already. Well, of course, the helicopter was gone. I mean, you take away parts and pieces and. So I didn't know if there was some ghost attached to that or not, but it, the weather was terrible. The wind was terrible that night. So I'm just going along that it was because I truly believe a ghost, an earthbound ghost can not kill you. I wouldn't be going in people's houses if I thought a ghost could kill me. So I, I'm going to say I, I pretty much accepted the fact that it was a weather-related accident
0: that happened. But
1: helicopters do go down.
0: Unfortunately, we hear about it too much in the news at times with our military Mm -hmm. and helicopters having issues. And see, in that instance, why couldn't there be an earthbound spirit
1: from the enemy in that helicopter?
0: We just have in another episode that we're going to have to talk about now. That's the list we need to talk about. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's where some of the curses on the hospitals could come from the, the rival, you know, hospitals in the area. Um, The
1: rival doctors in the hospital.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, that is a profession. Um, Medical doctors, that's a profession that a lot of them have totally unbelievable egos. Mm. And they will try to put down somebody that's in the same type of position in a hospital that they are the same type of surgery.
0: That's the way it works sometimes. It's It's not even supposed to be about that. It's supposed to be about the patient, not... You would hope. You would. But when it comes to their their livelihood and who's going to make more money and, you know, they got to care for their family at home, too. So uh, it's a horrible circle. Yes. (laughs) So this
1: is this is the hospital thing. And so, like I said, everybody can protect themselves in some
0: way. But it happens. Mm. So make sure you have a seed, a seed from Marianne, not just any Quincy that you can find online. Um, Because those don't have the energy worked onto them, Um, so get you a seed before you go in for surgery or even minor procedures. You know,
1: that's right. Um,
0: Well, thank you, Marianne. Now, now we all have to be a little more extra vigilant before we go in. (laughs) Just another (laughs) reason. Just another reason to add to the "do not go to the hospital" column. I'm guilty on one of those. I'm like, can I still walk? Am I breathing? Then I'll. I don't need to go. I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Take me when I'm dead. That'll be a good point to go. That's right. (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, thank you for joining us. And please join us on Wednesday mornings on YouTube, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. uh, Marianne's channel, Marianne Winkowski um, or uh, Goddess Elite New Age. You can find us live on both channels. Ask questions about this episode or any of them that you may have listened to or give us new ideas. We are open. We are. We are. We we like it when you do the work for us. Give us the topic and we'll we'll see if we have stuff to talk about it for you. And we like to talk, so there's no issue with that. Yeah, you have no much how I have to edit out of these things to make <laughs> them the <at> appropriate time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening and uh, keep an eye out next week for the next episode. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to When Ghosts Speak. Join us again soon. Goodbye.